All right, we are back. Another episode of Off Trail with Luke and Chandler. I'm Luke. I'm Chandler. And today we have yet another photo critique. Mm. I believe this is photo critique five. Oh, uh, maybe. I think I think we're on number five. Yeah. In total, so here we are. We have three new photographers. Um, you know, pumped that they sent us some stuff. Yeah. So it'd be good to get to their work. Um, again, just as a reminder for those out there listening or watching, if you are wanting us to, you know, review some of your work, please send us your stuff. You can DM the main Instagram page at Real Bushwhackers, or you can email them to us at realbushwhackers at gmail.com. Yeah. Either one works. Um, you could also send them to us personally if you'd like, but uh, we prefer the other two methods first. But, um, but yeah, please send us your stuff. We'd be happy to go through them and provide some constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. It's always good to help improve your work. Yeah. So with that, we're going to jump into today, and we have three photographers here. The first one we're going to go through is our buddy, Drew Sharman. Mm-hmm. Um, we've met up with Drew a couple times. Yeah. He's a really good dude, and he sent us um, a, a night photo, astro photo, from Turret Arch in Arches National Park. Mm-hmm. Um, really cool place. If you guys have never been there, highly recommend getting out and just exploring the area. Um Pretty neat spot. Yeah. So we have, yeah, again, an astro photo. It looks like it's maybe not quite all like like super dark yeah. outside, whether that's because it's not quite as late in the night or maybe, well, I don't know if it's a dark dark sky town, is it? I was going to say, I wonder if there's uh, yeah. like lights in the in the horizon, but. I think I think it's just it's just uh, not closer to blue hour. Yeah, so, so. It's, it's not quite you know late at night. But, yeah, um, but you do see a little comet that's running through there. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple clouds in the sky, but I would say my initial comments on this is that I think lighting on turret arch is really good, mm-hmm. which probably lends itself to like a blue hour comp, like you were saying, um, and uh, I think like the whole foreground as well is is lit really well in the sense that like you see the detail that like really matters like it's it's darker off down in that bottom left corner mm-hmm. but like i don't really need to see what's there or care because i can just no. tell it's bushes and it doesn't i don't need to it's not going to add it, no if you could see it it would take away from the yeah photo, and, so. it, and having it a little darker almost just brings you back up to the main part of it which mm-hmm. is which is nice it helps guide your eye yeah through the photo um the sky itself you know there's some stars up there being down in southern utah um, you know, I know that those skies are extremely dark and you can see tons of stars, mm-hmm. which I think probably, again, confirms that this is probably just after blue hour. Mm-hmm. So it's not terribly dark outside. Yeah. Um, cause also, even if there was like, you know, a moon night, you'd still be able to see more than this. Um, but it, it's a, it's a good capture of the sky, but I think it, the question here is is whether or not this is trying to be a true astro photo, mm-hmm. say with the stars and Milky Way, or if this is just a good landscape photo, like right after Blue Hour. Yeah, that's you know? kind of where that's kind of where I'm at on this because you know a, a Blue Hour landscape photo, I really love it. Like I really really like this photo. Um, I like the colors in it. I like how Turd Arch, Turd Arch, how Turd Arch stands out um, against the sky, like the the that orange and blue contrast like i think it works works really well um as a landscape photo as an astro photo no i don't i don't know that it does so, yeah and, um, and and again i think it can play both ways it doesn't yeah. doesn't really matter um 
you know, like we were talking, if you were, bless you. Thank you. If you were, bless you. Oh, that was like a half sneeze. Ah, there oh, it is. there we go. All right, back to the photo. If you are really trying to make this an astro photo, you know, the best thing to do, I'd say, is, is wait mm-hmm. a little longer. Let it get darker. Yeah. You know, I don't know if we can tell how far or what the, uh, the settings were on this. Um, I don't have them here. Um, but, you know, really make sure if you're going for stars, make sure it's dark enough mm-hmm. and make sure you have long enough exposure. Because, uh, I mean, it depends on what kind of aperture you shoot with. But a lot of times I feel that people are shooting maybe like F2.8. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, make sure you have long enough exposure. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's the only thing. Yeah. But yeah, I think as a landscape photo, this does work. Yeah. Like, if that was the goal, it's good. But I think there's almost like a, a point here. It's like, well, the, if the question remains, is this a landscape photo or an astro photo, that starts to take away from it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'd rather know which one it is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I look, I mean, I look at this more as a, uh, of just a general landscape photo. That's the feeling that I get from it. Um, but, yeah, it just, I don't know. I, I, I struggle with this photo, mainly because I like it. I, yeah. I just really no, like the photo. I, and, and, and all my criticism there, I'm not saying I don't like it. Yeah. Because I, I do like it, too. I think it is well done. Yeah. Because I think there's a good amount of depth coming from the foreground up to Turret Arch. Yeah. You know, the sky is, like, everything's clear, sharp, all that stuff. Colors are good. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing really wrong with the photo. One thing I like, too, about this is the, it looks like it was, like, it, it looks really sharp. You know, yeah. obviously, we have yeah, a yeah. lower res version, but, like, it, it looks and feels sharp. It doesn't feel noisy like you know for it being a after blue hour shot typically those shots can turn out if you're doing them wrong they can turn out to be pretty noisy and this one doesn't look like it's pretty noisy like this one looks like it could have potentially come out of camera looking like this if you did you know if you did everything right with the settings yeah no i I think it's a great photo yeah like for me it's just i get stuck in this like well is this should there be more stars which one is it yeah Yeah, like that's the only thing i wish there were more stars yeah so but yeah because i think it'd be really cool with more stars yeah yeah, because I think, because I think even with this, like with the slightly empty sky, right, that comet that's going through it, whatever shooting star, what have you, like Starlink, yeah, Starlink, um, like in a way, because like the sky is kind of empty, in the way it is, I feel like that shooting star, like, it almost doesn't help. Yeah, it doesn't really add much. Yeah, it's just kind of like a, it, it feels kind of random. Yeah. Like that, that's my that's mainly that's my main complaint about this is the the shooting star satellite whatever it is like it just feels like it's accidental and random and like it doesn't belong like I if I had taken this photo I would have taken it out you know because that yeah. then helps clarify whether this is an astro photo or a landscape photo yeah so yeah that's a good piece maybe that's why I'm like hung up on it. it's like well there's that star but yeah yeah otherwise though Drew great work and we like your stuff a lot oh yeah you know yeah like you really shouldn't have to change much with this at all like this is great yeah so keep it up keep up the good work and we gotta hang out soon and like well you hung out with chandler recently so. yeah yeah but i gotta see you soon so yeah you he came me. out to deer creek in a pair of vans and it was seven degrees yeah he was he was talking about how much he regretted it <laughs> so. yeah that doesn't sound like the smartest move drew yeah but, come on drew but hey you have another you can fi- have another chance to redeem yourself maybe. yeah we'll figure something out yeah but okay we're gonna move on to photo number two and this one comes from uh, Brody Tomasic. Yeah. I think I pronounced that right, according to your Instagram, Brody. This photo is a 
shot of a cabin of some sort in the middle of the woods. Mm-hmm. It's shot basically uh, straight on from the side, and you get the little angled roof, which is nice. Um, I, it, it, I don't know if this is quite like actually underneath that big tree. I think it's all, it's behind it. Yeah, we'll some a little behind. bit. Um, maybe a little foreground stuff with some logs laying around. And uh, I think first things first that I'd like to point out, I really like the tones of this photo. Yeah. The tones and the lighting, money. It was so good. Yeah, like yeah. like the, all of that is really nice because mm-hmm. it's it's really easy to look at. Um, like the blacks are not too black. The highlights are not blown out at all. Like I really, really like the tones. Yeah. The edit is, yeah. is great. Yeah, like all of that's great because like, it feels woodsy, feels mm-hmm. like a forest. Like it feels how it should be. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I kind of look at this and I don't, there's nothing that stands out in the edit where I'm like, yeah, I should change that. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like natural, like almost as if I was there. Yeah. And that's a, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that like that part's really well done. The one thing that, that I think maybe bugs me the most is that with the cabin like shooting directly from the side, it kind of flattens it, mm-hmm. and there's no depth with the cabin. Yeah, like I don't know how far back that cabin goes. Like, and you can kind of tell there's a hill behind the cabin there. Maybe it kind of just comes uphill a little bit. Like, how big is this cabin actually? Yeah, is it just like one little room? Is it almost a full house? Like shooting it from a little bit more of an angle to show the depth of it mm-hmm. would help that a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I actually think, too, going up, so I'm going to make a suggestion here for a potential shot. Like walking up to the, this first little set of logs and being on like the right side of it and kind of shooting with that stuff right in the foreground with a little maybe a wide angle and shooting down like the angle of the cabin, mm-hmm. I think that'd be a cool shot. I think it'd be way cool. Yeah. 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 I think that's honestly, like, I, th- I think that maybe is my biggest complaint about this photo, too, is just, like, it's just flat, you know? Yeah, like, there's no, like, we talk about a lot, and, um, like, there's no great depth in this photo. I think that the hill in the back actually is a really good spot of depth, mm-hmm. but it's, like, the only depth that there is is in the background. Yeah. Not where the subject is. Mm-hmm. And that's where, like, when you're trying to make a great photo, you have to combine them. Yeah. Like, I need depth throughout the whole photo. Yeah. And not just in the back. But that's where I think if you were able to somehow introduce a little bit more depth with the cabin itself, Mm -hmm. which would mean shooting it likely from the side more, Mm -hmm. uh, like an angle, I mean, um, like that would now introduce the element of depth within the subject level. And and especially if you're like my suggestion where you're up near like the log shooting and kind of putting that in the foreground. Now you have foreground, subject, and the background. Yeah. Like everything has some sort of depth to it. And I think that'd be a tremendous photo. Yeah. I think there's a lot of potential for that. Yeah. It, it looks like a cool spot. I don't know where it is. Yeah, I don't know either. But, but I think it really has a lot of potential to just with a minor adjustment. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, we're saying just like a lot of the, honestly, like a lot of the photos we talk about, the edits are good. Yeah. Like, same with this one. Don't change the edit at all. Mm-hmm. Just like move over like five feet and scoot up like 15 feet. Yeah. Yeah. Like that and then take take the shot and I think that'd be a lot better. Yeah. Because another thing too, so actually here's another little, it's nitpicky, but it looks like there is like a chimney, right? On the cor- on the roof there. Uh, but that's a tree in the background. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Well, actually, 
continue. I had another thought on this, but yeah. Yeah. So to to me, when I first look, I'm like, oh, it's got a little chimney on it. That's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wait, that's a tree. Yeah. And so I think this actually leads to a good conversation about paying attention to everything within a photo, especially mm-hmm. with what's in the background. Mm-hmm. And I was just talking about this to someone today, and more so with some of the portraits I take. How if I'm doing like a closer up shot of like say like your face, I'm actually paying attention to what is in the background mm-hmm. to make sure there's enough separation and like it's not all jumbled back there with what I'm trying to shoot, which is you. Mm-hmm. And so like this is a good example too, where if you were to come off at an angle, now that tree is not obscured behind the the cabin in a way that it looks like it's a chimney. Yeah. And like it kind of you know jumbles up that photo a little bit. Yeah. So just by changing like your perspective a little bit, you can actually remove some kind of, I'll call it a distracting element mm-hmm. in the photo and kind of give the photo a little bit of a better feel to it. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, I agree with that. There's another point on here. There's that stick that's coming up the left side of the house. Um, and then in the background, there's another stick that kind of intersects with it. And if you're looking at it smaller, like I for, I was like, that's a scythe. That or like a, <laughs> like a flag, but yeah, yeah. like... That's another good point. It's like just seeing how lines intersect with each other. Yeah. Because then that can create distracting elements that you're not even intending to create, you know, just by different shapes being created by different lines. Um, And then that, you know, in turn messes and muddles up the photo. Yeah. No, I think that's a great, like a great example of of both of these things with like the the tree slash chimney and the stick slash scythe. Like, and it's definitely hard to see some of that in camera. Because, like, say mm-hmm. those sticks, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Those are pretty tiny on your screen or in your viewfinder. Yeah. So, like, I almost don't blame you for not seeing that, you know? And then, you know, you shoot, you go home, and, like, you don't have another chance to to come back and shoot that right away. Mm-hmm. So you're just stuck with what you got. Yeah. But it's a, it's a good example of when you're out trying to capture a scene of really just taking your time, looking through your entire frame Mm -hmm. to find elements of it that could be distracting. And in this case, figuring out a way that you can maybe remove those Mm -hmm. a little bit, you know, and just maybe again, moving five feet over and now you're good. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. Great shot though, Brody. Like I like to know where this is. Yeah. You know, it'd be really cool um, because it looks like a cool spot, especially if you can stay in that cabin. Mm -hmm. I was gonna say it kind of looks like I feel like you can get some really cool lifestyle stuff here, like oh, these absolutely. benches and stuff. It looks like there's a fireplace right there. Like if you could take this almost like a, a similar shot to this, maybe just cropped in and then like maybe from a lower angle and then having like a person sitting on the log or something like that, like yeah. sitting over the fire. Or something. Yeah, it'd be a great little spot. To like, do that'd some be, lifestyle. That'd be cool. Yeah. So it's a great shot, Brody. Yeah, love it. Uh, love that you sent that to us. So thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. We're gonna move on to our third photographer. Yeah. Today. Um, and this guy's name is Devin. I assume your last name is not Romes, yeah. but that's your Instagram handle, Devin Romes. Um, and he sent us a photo, with, which is from, don't know if it's exactly Antelope Canyon, but so, it's from that area. Yeah, he yeah he told me. So he sent me this photo, and yeah, it was from, not Antelope Canyon, I can't think of what it's called, but it's another the, one of the guided ones. There's a handful down there. Yeah. But it's like it's it's one of the ones. So Antelope, you do a guided tour. They take like I don't know three million people in there, yeah. and then if you get the photo package or whatever, you can take like a camera handheld. You can't take any tripods or anything like that. 
Um, and then they give you like a little bit of time to shoot. In this canyon, you can take all your gear. Like nobody really goes to this canyon as much. It's not as popular as Antelope. Um, and that's where this one is. I can't think of the name of it. He told me it, and I it's, it's on tip of my tongue, but cool canyon nonetheless. Yeah, no, it so. still looks cool. I mean, it has the whole feel of Antelope Canyon, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and like it has all the elements that like, you normally try and shoot. Mm-hmm. Like when you're there, I mean, the lighting is just awesome. Yeah. Like I've never gotten to shoot something like that, and I'd love to, just mm-hmm. because it, it makes for such a great looking photo. Which, if you can't tell already, Devin's a great shot. Um, like this really is just phenomenal. The lighting, the tones, colors, like I really love all of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I can nitpick and say like, oh, there's a little bit of blown out highlights near the top, but like realistically, I don't care enough about that. Yeah. Like the overall photo is really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just it's a really, really cool shot. And the whole area shooting canyons like that, like you can get a lot of good stuff like this. Yeah. And the, the yeah, composition's great. I really have no main complaints, but like I know you have something that you mentioned before. Yeah. About this one, and it's getting a little nitpicky, mm-hmm. but uh, it's worth bringing up. And it's maybe actually a little similar to our last photo, the the, the critique we ended on. But yeah, um, why don't you go ahead and, and talk about this? I'm trying to think what what was the because we had talked about it. The middle section. The being too busy. Yes, that's what I was going to say. So, composition works really well, but this is almost like. That line where you can see the road, you can kind of see down the canyon. You know, it, it has the potential to create a lot of depth, but I feel like it's a little too busy. Like, I feel like it, there, there's a little too much canyon being shown. Like, if there's, I don't, I obviously I've never been here, but um, I feel like if there's maybe another spot to simplify it, um, you can kind of create a little bit more depth that way. Because, you know, it's when you're creating depth in a photo, you know, you're, adding in different elements that give you foreground, background, midground, whatever. Um, but there comes a point where if you add too many features, you're you're taken away from the the depth and you're just making it way too busy. And yeah, I, it's like there's a lot of like lines that are crossing. Yeah, the exactly. And, and some of that, you know, Devin, it's not your fault. That's just the way the canyon is. It's just is, how it is, right? Yeah. You know, maybe there's a better spot like elsewhere in the canyon yeah. to do what we're doing. And this is all you can get there. If so, like, honestly, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's still a great photo. Yeah, exactly. There was one thing, like... Since, you know, this is the shot that, you know, you ended up with. I do think one thing that could improve this is putting a little bit of a vignette on that left side. Just kind of darkening it yeah. just a little bit and, and kind of helping, like, bring Bring you eye. back towards the middle. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Just kind of suck you into the photo a little bit more. Yeah. Because I kind of get lost on that left it's side almost a little like, bit. It's almost like I start in the middle. Yeah. And I find myself exiting left. Yeah. Because the left, there's a... Uh, the left, there's like an arch that goes through it. So obviously there's that there's that brighter part that's on the top of the photo. And then there's a line of really bright rocks that follow that left side. It kind of arches out of the center and follows down to the left corner. And my eye goes immediately to that instead of like where the, the center, where it should be. I'm assuming it should be, you know. Yeah. I'm assuming that's what you were yeah. trying to capture with this. So. Right. And I think that's a, that's a good example of how we can try to train or I, to mm-hmm. get to a certain spot in a photo. Yeah, yeah. And like what you're looking for. Because again, it's as simple as just taking a little filter and just just darkening it down just a touch mm-hmm. to act as like almost a barrier. Yeah. To keep your eye from leaving the scene. Yeah, it's just, it's important to remember that your eye focuses on the brightest thing. So if your brightest thing is not your, not that your subject needs to be like super bright or anything, but if your subject isn't like the, the most... Ah, uh, what's the what's the term? Highlighted or, or just 
well, yeah, highlighted. Your your subject needs to be highlighted. So yeah. if you have another highlight that's distracting from your subject, then that's gonna that's gonna take away from the focus of the photo. Yeah. But but otherwise, like it seriously is a great photo. Like yeah. everything about the edit, I mean, I guess maybe minus a little vignetting, like money. Yeah. It's so good. Yep, I agree. Like it, it's photos like this, I'm like, I need to go see this. Yeah. And I just have it. You know, we've done so many other things. I just haven't done something like this. I know. Well, there's there's a lot to do. No, there is a so. lot to do. But, like, it's really good. But, like, I also want to point out, too, like, you know, Devin, we went to your page, and you have phenomenal wildlife photos. Yeah. And, like, you do this, too. Like, it's incredible yeah. to see the difference. Like, you have a, what seems just like a page full of wildlife, mm-hmm. and then you have something like this. Yeah. And it's awesome to see the difference. Like, you can go back and forth and do both. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's cool to see that you're a really well-rounded. Yeah, photographer. Like you have you have great so. range in what you can do. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's something like I take pride in myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't do wildlife necessarily, but like I do portraits and landscapes, for yeah. instance. Yeah, like it, it's great to have that kind of range. You know, and I mean, again, like not that we have the photos here to, to show, but like your wildlife stuff was awesome. Yeah, it was it's, it's seriously incredible. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's cool to see like that this kind of a range with people because mm-hmm. yeah, a lot I think I feel like wildlife is not something that people often combine with like landscapes or mm-hmm. portraits. Like it's if you do wildlife, you do wildlife. Yeah, you know. Um, and I, I feel like a lot of times if you do see people doing both, like it's not like stunning work. Mm-hmm. It's it's just it's good work. Yeah, but it's not like you're the best. Yeah, but like your wildlife stuff was really good. Yeah, really really so, solid. Super impressed, Devin. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, great job overall. Photo, wildlife stuff, everything. Um, we should try to meet up sometime. Seems like you're around this area somewhere. Yeah, I feel like I don't remember exactly where he's at, but yeah, I feel like he's close. I'm just gonna look it up real quick because I'm curious. Oh, he doesn't have it on there. Ah, where is that? But well, invite is out for you, Devin. Hit yep. us up. Yep. Yeah. To everybody, everybody on here. Yeah, everyone. So, Absolutely. Yeah. We don't keep anyone out. No. Nope. So, but yeah, I think that wraps up for today. Yeah. Another good, quick photo critique episode. Again, I'm pretty sure it's critique number five. I think so. I think that's where we're at. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, love all this. You know, it's fun doing this. The first couple episodes, it was kind of like, ooh, I don't know. Like, this is other people's work. Yeah. Like, we're, we're critiquing this publicly. But, like, we mean... You know, no ill will towards anyone when oh, we're talking yeah. about this stuff. And obviously, some of the stuff comes down to personal taste. Yeah. You know, we're, we're just giving our own opinions. Mm-hmm. And you should really think about what we're saying critically. Yeah. And if you, if, if it's something that really matters to you, you know, like we give feedback to each other all the time. And I don't have any specific examples off the top of my head. But like, I may give you a critique on a photo, but like, yeah, I don't know about this. And like, if you are sure about it, you like it, keep it. Yeah. Like, you need to like your own photos. Yeah. And if there's something that we say that, like, you're like, I don't know about that, hey, that's fine. Yeah. You know? you If you like your photo, where it is, and how you took it and everything, awesome. Yeah. Happy proud for of it. you. Yeah. Like, own it. Yeah. That's that's great for you. Yeah. Like, it's not going to hurt my feelings if you don't change your photo to do what I said you should do. Yeah. Exactly. That's why I have my own photos. Yeah. And we're only, we're you know, we're just looking at this from a, a perspective of how we would improve it, yeah. you know, like yeah. the little adjustments that we would make to maybe make it better, you know, according to our opinion. Yeah. So. And, and a lot of what we're doing is maybe trying to just improve it, like by the books, Yeah, you know, just making things look more natural, compositions better. Like 
you know, it's it's somewhat more simple stuff, yeah. but it's good. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. But we appreciate everyone sending out their stuff to us. And um, if you'd like to do it again, like I said before at the beginning of the episode, you can email them to your photos to us at realbushwhackers at gmail.com. Or you can DM them to us mm-hmm. on our main Instagram page at Real Bush Whackers. Um, our individual ones work as well. But uh, if you're watching this show on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Because I have a feeling these kinds of episodes, these photo critiques, will happen somewhat more regu- regularly. Yeah. Um, and so they're just good episodes to watch and, and get some feedback. Even if they're not your photos that we featured, Like you can pick up some tips and see examples of these things. Yeah. Like, like real time. Yeah. And now come back to your own stuff and apply them. Exactly. Which is important. Yeah. And that's, I mean, when I was getting into photos, that's something that I really did a lot. Like, I spent a lot of time watching um, other critique videos. I mean, I mean, several a day kind of thing. Like, I, I would, if anybody else watches, I don't know if anybody else watches um, F Stoppers, but they have a whole critique series, several, se- I mean, I don't know, 30, 40 episodes and stuff. And uh, I think they're still going. Anyways, but I spent a ton of time watching their stuff, and I learned a ton about photography and how to, you know, improve my own photos yeah. just from watching that. So Yeah, yeah, it's a good exercise. Yeah. So please connect with us somehow. You know, subscribe to our YouTube channel, like the video, leave us a comment. If you got advice for our photographers as well, by all means, leave it. Yeah. You know, it is, this is supposed to be a community type of thing, and, and we don't want to be the only ones that are interacting with the photographer. Yeah, uh, yeah. Feel free to, to offer your own advice as well. Yeah, so please do. I think that wraps up for today. We will see everyone next time. We're out. Bye.